0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Thrive in Grace. Welcome back. Um, We are going to be starting a new mini-series this week. But first, obviously, we have to have the classic question from Miss Abby Lazell. Tell us more. So, my question this week, it just came to me very spontaneously, and it is, if you had to be an insect, what What insect would you be? Because I don't really like insects, but... I'm intrigued to know no. what you'd pick, or what one would pick out of all the insects. I feel like you should go first. I would say because I think you've had more time. But I literally went, "Do you have a question?" And you were like, "I do know. So I don't know if you've had that much more time to <laughs> no. think, but what a would bit you more say? preparation, uh, like thirty yeah. seconds more time to think. I would <laughs> say either a bumblebee oh, or a cute, Yeah. But I think mm. a bit more of a bumblebee type of gal. You are a bit more. <laughs> Yeah, if I had to pick an insect for you, I think I'd go bumblebee. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, for me, I'd say, like, I was thinking, like, a caterpillar, mm. but then a butterfly, and actually it's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. So I think I'd pick a caterpillar-butterfly combo mm, nice. that I would just... Because you get to live half your life with all the others, and then yeah. you get to fly as well, so... Yeah, love that. That seems ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so thank wow. you thank you very much do you want to <laughs> do you want to fill them in break the um suspense of what this series is and of course because we've built it up so yeah well. and i bet they're really excited i just can't <laughs> wait any longer <laughs> so um for the next four weeks so mm. for the whole month of november my birthday month just yeah um we are going to be looking at The virtuous woman, the wife, noble character, is might be different in each Bible. What we'd love to do for this next four weeks is just to go through what this means for us. How does it, you know, what's the equivalent of the modern woman? How do we make this gal more into the twenty-first century? And like, Mm. how can we actually practice like she did? Practice Practice what she preaches. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So, this episode we're going to be looking at verses ten to fifteen um so try to do a brief reading of all those yeah. verses and then we can go through them one by one so i'm yeah. reading from the um nlt translation just in case you think it's a bit weird or different to yours yeah so we'll start with verse 10 who can find a virtuous and capable wife she is more precious than rubies her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life she brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She is like a merchant ship, bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plans, plan the day's work for her servant girls. So, some absolute gems in there, some very unrelatable things in there also. Mm. Dunno about you, I don't have any servant girls. Do you have No, <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess if we just start off with verse 10. So who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. like, what do you kind of stands out for you, Abby? Mm. So actually, in my translation, I'm reading oh. from the NIV. It says she is worth far more than Ruby. And mm. In this bit, I'd probably say that's my favourite verse, if I had to say so. Because yep. I think we, as women, we think a lot about our worth and kind of question it, and doubt it, but actually, it's just a great verse that's so simple, and just saying that our worth to God, and in general, is worth so much more than even this beautiful gemstone that we think is worth, like, loads of money. Mm. Yeah, 100%, I love that, that is, yeah, definitely, about, like, putting our value, and actually, like, God telling us what our value Mm. is, rather than letting the world tell us what our value is. Yeah, exactly. I definitely, like, Find that from that. i find it interesting and i've had this preached to me not personally but like i've heard this <laughs> um in the beginning it says like who can find a virtuous and capable wife and i've kind of had it preached to me in the way of like how to do relationships and actually like a virtuous and capable wife is found mm. not finding um, oh, so i yes. found that really interesting that. like the whole idea of like pursuit and like yeah who does the pursuing and actually like us gals just need to be out here virtuous and capable and we'll Mm. be found. Yeah. And I think me and Ellie have had so many conversations about like finding your husband and that kind of thing, but actually it's more (laughs) that you're meant to be found, but making that really hard because you don't want to just sit and they're not going to come knocking on your front door kind of thing, unless it's like Mm. your delivery person or something. But um, (laughs) the fact that actually, we should be striving to work closer to God rather than closer to a guy. And mm. how actually once our focus and our heart is set on him, because it's in his plan that there is someone for us. And even though it seems kind of hard to get your head around, he will then bring that person to you when you're ready. And you're not going to be ready if you're trying to find them. You'll be ready yeah. by finding God and finding his 100%. heart. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. And I am like, I came across this picture. It was like a Pinterest picture. I had like a Mm. quote on it, and it said something like, "This year, God's gonna hand over your heart to your husband." Mm. And I sent it to Abby. I remember sending Abby like, "Oh, you never know." Like as a joke, Um, but actually, like that post really got me thinking. It's like, actually, if God's gonna hand over my heart to my husband, I need to hand over my heart to God. Like God has to have my heart in order to give it away. Yeah. Um, And actually, I guess here what it's saying is that while we're waiting the one thing that you can be doing is just making sure that every day you hand over your heart to god Mm. like he's just the one that's molding it yeah so yeah and then in verse 11 it says her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life Mm. is there anything that stands out for you um i mean so for me obviously i've not got a husband so can't relate on enriching my husband's life (laughs) but what i do love about it is just the whole like sense of that as women of God, we're really called to enrich other people's lives around us. And I mm-hmm. think, especially as girls and as women, there's that culture of girls hating on each other, like being like me to other girls and it being this like really like toxic environment. But actually this verse just calls to like get completely get rid of that. And actually that as women, we're meant to support each other, lift each other up. But that it doesn't even just go to girls supporting girls. It goes further to kind of just enriching people's lives and enriching those people mm. around you and not just the people that you go to church with but the people that you go to school with who don't know god and it links so great to what we were talking about last week in our school q a hundred percent yeah no i was um watching a video and like we were talking about how kind of the world it tells us to get the most out of our friends and out of our people and like actually I think the world teaches us to ask the wrong questions Mm. out of our relationships and our friendships and actually like it's not about like what can we get from that person it's more Mm. like what can we give to that person and just having that like radical hospitality that Jesus Mm. had that like we can just give and give and like because we're not doing it in our own strength we're always doing it in god so actually we just have an unlimited like resource to actually just serve people with yeah um yeah and i think that that obviously extends into verse 12 where it says she brings him harm not good all the days of her life and just like i guess one of the things that's been really on my heart is like gossiping i know we did a Mm. whole podcast on gossip so if you haven't heard that go back to to that one but um definitely but like just actually like are our words? Because I like, I'm not an, a like a violent person. Like, I'm mm. not gonna harm anyone in that way. But like, are our words bringing harm, or yeah. are they bringing life? And actually, mm. like, that's one of the things that really challenges me with this passage. Mm. I yeah, I love that verses thirteen mm-hmm. um, and fourteen. We'll put them together. Yeah. she finds wool, wool and flax and busily spins it. She is like a merchant ship bringing her food from afar. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting one. Yeah, Um, I feel like we can still get stuff from it. Mm. Like, is there anything that you can take from that? I mean, it's one of those verses that you have to take it one step further than what it literally is just saying on the page. (laughs) Um, because obviously, I'm not doing that, Ellie's not doing that, but I think (laughs) it's just this thing that actually I don't know, I kind of weirdly love it, even though it's Mm -hmm. kind of confusing and doesn't make much sense of this feeling as if like obviously there's always been the stereotype that like women have to kind of just stay at home and look after their kids and stuff. But in this verse, it like mm. paints this picture of like a real like hardworking woman. And what I love about it is obviously now there's this like big thing of like women needing to be hardworking. They don't have to be the stay at home mums. Mm. But what I love more than that is this idea that actually women can be so hardworking and go for what they want in life and, provide for their family but also at the same time be this mothering role and an amazing wife to their husband and still be like serving to their family but without being Mm. like trampled on if you know what I mean and I kind of love how that verse almost says that women should work hard and it's like good for women Mm. to work hard and it's like challenging to actually be like am I working hard and almost being a provider for my family or like my friends and stuff rather Mm -hmm. than just kind of taking the back seat and just letting life go by yeah I love that and what I love about this like come read with me situation is just that like we're we're going to get such like different Mm. interpretations from it I really love that but what I kind of found from it was like what does she do with the resources that God gives her Mm. Like it says she finds wool and flax and busily spins it and obviously she's creating something out of what god has given her mm-hmm. and like it can be something so small or yeah. he could have given you so much and i guess it comes back to um the parable where um the master gives all the um coins oh, i could be so wrong with this basically the idea is he gives each servant a different amount of like money And he asks them, he Mm. comes back and asks them what they've done with it. Mm. And even though some of them like weren't given as much because they did something with it, they became out with more. Whereas, um, one of the ones he thought, Oh, you know what? I'll be clever. I'll hide it in the ground. He wasn't resourceful with it. So Mm. nothing came of it. And actually I kind of take that from that. It's like, what do we do with the resources that God gives us? He's put you in a certain situation. Like he's put me in Cardiff in, a house with these three amazing girls in this church with Mm. these crazy great youth and, like, and what am I doing with it? And actually, like, I feel like that's what really challenges me from this verse. I love that. Um, Yeah. Um, So 15 says, she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. Mm. That one's a bit like the last one for me that I'm not, like, there's nothing Mm. screaming out. But what I do like about it is the kind of idea that first instinct when she wakes up is to do things for the people around her mm. whereas like so often our first instinct literally from the moment that we wake up is to do things for ourselves to like check our yeah. phone whatever mm. not like okay what can I do today to serve the people around me and I think that's yeah. what really challenged me about it as I was actually like it's so easy especially like the night before to think about all the things that you need to get done the next day but actually, like, mm. setting your mind to what can I do tomorrow to serve this person or, yeah, things like that. Mm. Yeah, 100%. hundred I think also, like, I'm totally a hypocrite saying this because I've struggled to get up every morning this week. Mm. But just kind of, like, is she lazy? Mm. Like, she really isn't. And actually, I think we probably have a massive laziness problem yeah. of, like, and I am definitely adding myself here, but like, <laughs> she has a very attractive quality about her. The fact that she gets up and she is working straight away and yeah. she is like working for other people and like, she just doesn't mope around mm. or laze around and actually like, I find that very challenging. Yeah. And I'd be very, I, I very much would like to, um, mold my day around this gals. Yeah yeah she's yeah. like purposeful with her day and i think yeah that's the thing like obviously it's so important to have your rest and we're told to rest on the sabbath and all of that mm. but there's such importance in being purposeful with the time that you have even your rest time and i think i'm just obviously it doesn't say like what she does on her like chill sunday or something like that yeah <laughs> but i can so imagine that it's not her rest mm. isn't like binge watching like a netflix series on the sab- sunday. Yeah it's like she would still be purposeful with her time and, like, just doing things for other people. And I think that was the thing that really challenged me as well. Of like, on the day that I'm, like, okay, this is my rest day, I'm just, like, want to do nothing. But actually, it's finding those things that are fulfilling to you whilst also still serving people. And I think it's a rest day from serving people, basically. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, amazing. So I'm really excited for this series and to just carry on going through what else that this gal did and how we can yeah. become more like her yeah and let us know what you thought of these verses mm, definitely if you dm us on our instagram which is at thrive.in.grace we'd love to hear lovely done what you've got, <laughs> what you've got to give. Yeah. yes definitely so we'll see you next week for another installment see you next week bye, bye.